Hey guys, and welcome to Growing Pains Podcast. Here on Growing Pains, we strive to inspire and empower by using the Word of God as our foundation. We desire to have real conversations about real struggles and offer real and practical solutions on how we can grow from that. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Growing Pains. Hey, hey guys, it is now time for another episode of Growing Pains. I want to thank all of my listeners for tuning in. If you are a first time visitor, thank you so much for tuning in. Um, if you are a returning listener, thank you. Welcome back. And I'm glad we have gone on this journey together. Listen, we have done almost uh, 10 episodes. We've completed almost one full season of Growing Pain. So I want to thank you all. And if you have uh, listened to five or more, five or more episodes, I want you to email me at J-U-I-L-I-A-N. Edwards, E-D-W-A-R-D-S at yahoo.com and type in the subject growing pains and I want to send you a growing pains t-shirt. Okay, I want to send you a Growing Pains t-shirt. If you have subscribed and you've been listening to five or more episodes, I want to give you a t-shirt just to show a little appreciation because everybody doesn't have to listen to you. Everybody doesn't have to support and follow you. So I want to appreciate you all. If you have been listening, I want to um, I want to send you all a t-shirt. So again, email me at Julian Edwards at yahoo.com j-u-i-l-i-a-n-e-d-w-a-r-d-s at yahoo.com okay so let's dig right in so i want to go over to luke chapter 7 luke chapter 7 and we're going to begin our reading at verse 47 so some people have asked what translation I use when I'm reading the Bible. I use several different translations just to kind of get a different perspective, but most times I'm using the translation called the Good News, okay? The Good News Translation. Good News Translation, okay? Everybody has their own thing that they use or however they want to understand it better that that's definitely up to you that's definitely up to you but i personally like the good news translation it's not as complicated as the king james or uh the new king james but it's not as raw as the message bible you know what i mean so it's it's a little it's a little kind of in between is in between. So Luke chapter seven, verse 47, the Bible says, I tell you then the great love she has shown proves that her many sins have been forgiven, but whoever has been forgiven little shows only little love. Then Jesus said to the woman, your sins are forgiven. The others sitting at the table began to say to themselves, who is this? Who even forgives sins? But Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. So for this brief moment, I want to talk about protecting your peace, protect your peace, protect your peace. 
In this scripture of Luke chapter seven, um, I kind of picked up in the end of what's kind of what's going on. Jesus is actually at the house of Simon and he's having dinner with a Pharisee. When this woman hears about it, who's been, I mean, she's been living an awful, sinful life. Okay. And the Bible says that when she heard that Jesus was going to be in town, she came to the house uh, with this alabaster box of perfume and she began washing Jesus's feet and she began uh, kissing his feet and all these other things. And Jesus begins teaching as Jesus does. And he says, uh, whoever has been forgiving little shows little love. Okay. And then at the bottom of it, he says that your faith has saved you. And he's talking to this woman to go in peace. And I believe that one of the most undervalued and underestimated gifts of our salvation is the gift of peace. Okay. Isaiah says that in uh, chapter 53, that he was wounded for our transgressions and he was bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And I believe it's possible to have something and never utilize it. Okay, I believe it's possible to have something, to possess something and never utilize it. And as a matter of fact, I can say right now, ideally, that I do not know how much clothes I have. I don't. And I need to sit down and go through everything that I have so that I can know what I don't need to buy again. And that goes the same for things in our cabinet. How many people actually know everything that they have in their cabinets right now? Because I'm the one I've gone to the grocery store and I've bought something at the store just to get back home and realize that I already had it. You can have something and don't even know and think that's okay because you know what we say, uh, what you don't know won't hurt you, what you don't know won't kill you. And in reality, it will. What you don't know will oftentimes keep you in bondage, keep you trapped. Okay, so what you don't know can hurt you. And see, we have limited the death and the resurrection of Christ to just only saving a portion of us when he died for all of us. He died for all of us. He didn't just die to save our souls. He died to save our minds. Okay, and some of us have limited our lives to only uh, the worst. Some of us have gone through divorce. Some of us have gone through uh, death. Some of us have gone through all these things. And some of us feel like that's all we deserve. We feel like there's nothing good coming out of our lives. Okay. And we're great at celebrating others. Some somebody graduates, we're you know, we're we're there. Somebody opens a business, we're there. Somebody does this, we're there. But when it comes to us, we feel like when God is talking and it's talking and and it has something to do with accomplishment, has something to do with favor, he's not talking to us. We feel like he's not talking to us because we still carry this weight of guilt and shame of our past. Okay, and so Daniel chapter seven uh, speaks about a time where the Antichrist will uh, not only rise up against the most high, but will also try the Bible says to wear out the saints. 
And I believe with everything going on in our lives right now, it's important that we do a mental check. And I want to make sure that we're all good and our state of mind is stable and it's healthy. And contrary to popular belief, it's possible to look like you're good and dress the part and make good money and have a nice whip and have a nice crib. But in reality, you're going crazy in your mind. You got nice shoes, but no peace. You got nice cars, but no peace. You got a lot of money, but no peace. You have this and that, but no peace. And you're wondering why you can't sleep at night. Why you get away for a few days, but then come back and you still feel as exhausted as you did before, or you're on vacation or you're on, you're on, uh, these sabbaticals and you're taking breaks, but then you come back, you still don't feel rested. You still don't feel rested. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Here are ways I feel like you can protect your peace. Okay, here we go. Number one. Get out of other people's business. That is going to be a huge one for a lot of us. Get out of other people's business. See, here's the thing. It's okay to support each other. It's okay to have accountability partners. It's okay to have intercessors. It's okay to have friends. It's okay to have support. I'm here for you. I get that. But in this season of your life, do not offer your opinion and your two cents on matters that have absolutely nothing to do with you. Especially when the two cents and the opinion wasn't solicited and requested or asked for in the first place. That means in conversations, that means on social media. If in, if if nobody asks Julian anything, Julian's not going to give an answer. He's not going to give an account. And so I've realized that I have people listening from all over. OK, I can check and see kind of who's listening. I, I have some, you know, someone listening from Ohio and Wisconsin. And uh, one thing about the South is, especially in African-American culture, we have a lot of superstitions. OK, we have a lot of superstitions. It's not God. It's not the Holy Ghost. It's not any of that. Trust me, it's just superstition. And it's kind of silly now that I think about it. But when it when it went on, uh, I didn't think it was too funny. But my grandmother, my great grandmother had some superstitions. Uh, She was afraid of storms. She was afraid of thunder and lightning storms. So whenever it stormed, whenever it, you know, light, there was lightning, whenever there was thunder, she would tell you, you know, get somewhere and be quiet, get somewhere and sit still, get off the phone, turn the TV off. She wanted to go to the basement and all these other things. And so, uh, she was afraid of storms because she felt, uh, you need to get somewhere and sit down while God is moving. Right. Uh, there was another one. She, she also told me that I shouldn't put my shoes under other people's bed because when I leave, I'll walk away with their problems. And I want to ask you how many of you are stressed out, like stressed out of your mind over something that has nothing to do with you. 
You've taken on somebody else's issues, somebody else's problems, and that is not your assignment in your life. And some of us have something called the hero complex. I feel like I have it. Uh, That's where you feel like you have to come to everybody's aid and everybody's help. And if you're being honest, it has been nothing but your demise. Don't get yourself trapped in issues God did not assign to you. Just because you can swim does not make you a lifeguard. Just because you know some good answers, just because people like to talk to you, just because uh, people like to have conversation and come to you with their issue, that does not make you a therapist. That does not make you their counselor. And you got to be careful about being pulled in because let me tell you, let me tell you the, the, I used to be a lifeguard. Let me tell you the characteristic of a lifeguard. Lifeguards are not average swimmers. Lifeguards have to have the type of skill to rescue somebody and save somebody that's in retrospect, trying to fight them and pull them down with them. Lifeguards have to sacrifice their life to be pulled down by somebody they're trying to save. Most times people are drowning. They're fighting the lifeguard. They're fighting them. They're trying to pull them down with them. And that's why some of us have gotten stuck and pulled down during COVID. You got pulled down trying to save somebody. uh, And at a result, you're now in a situation that you don't want to be in. Some of you have been pulled down financially. You're trying to pay somebody else's bills and your bills are piling up. Uh, Someone got pulled down spiritually. You're staying up all night praying for people and prophesying to people while you got secret sin in your life, in your closet that's sneaking up on you and overtaking you. Not everybody that screams want to be saved. There are some people that love the mess they're in. Okay, that's a thing. So not everybody who is screaming won't help. And you have been pulled down long enough trying to help people, trying to save people, trying to get them out of situations. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. So number one. Stay out of other people's business. Stay out of things. If God did not tell you to bless them, if God did not tell you to uh, help with that situation, stay out of it. And and I know that's kind of hard, but we have to protect our peace. We have to get things off of us. And then you'll realize how much stuff is really not by your own stress. You'll realize how much stress is from the cause of other things that really didn't have anything to do with you. So number two, you have to acknowledge your limitations. Okay. You have to acknowledge your limitations. See, we say stuff like let God be God. And that sounds good, but what does that look like? Let God be God. That, that looks like when you don't know something, say, I don't know. That looks like when you don't have the answers or you're not in in a position to help, you say, I'm not in a position to help. I can't help you with that. And those people that you keep investing in with no return. Maybe it's time for you to cut that off. 
Know your limitations. Maybe this is the season of their life where God wants them to experience him as Jehovah Jireh, but because you keep bailing them out instead of allowing them and letting them to uh, letting them go to God, they're coming to you. You got to acknowledge your limitations and say, I don't have it. And y'all know how we do. We we come up with a war story and we come up uh, with things and uh, guilt stories on why we can ask for things. And, you know, um, hey, praise the Lord. Um, do you mind if I bought fifty dollars for my bills, for my uh, car, for groceries and for gas? And my lights are about to cut. Sometimes you actually have to say, man, you know what? I remember the last time I gave you that fifty dollars and or that twenty dollars. And you hadn't given me that back. So here's what I want you to do. No, 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 no. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to consider the last seed that I gave you. Consider that an investment. Consider that the seed. Because truth of the matter is, if you do what I did, you might get, you may have gotten what I got. Okay. And I don't want y'all to get, nope. See, I feel like somebody may have just turned me off, may have just clicked off of growing pains because we don't like to have these conversations. We like to help everybody. And we put ourselves in these situations when we are now depleted and we're deluded trying to bring somebody else up. And Let's be clear. They're sitting at home with an iPhone 12 and eating crab legs, but borrowing rent money from you. Nails stay done. Hair always fried and pressed. Always got new J's. Always on a new trip. But you sitting somewhere with a sad story. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. If you want to protect your peace, it is imperative to establish boundaries and limitations. Think about it. Even with our children, there has to be something for you and you only. I mean, they have a PlayStation, they got Xbox, they got iPads, they got all these tablets and you don't have anything for yourself. You don't have a room. You don't have a spot in the house. You don't have to. Every time you in the room, they got to be in the room and all this. No, 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 no. You need a spot and a space for you. You need somewhere for you. See, because what will happen is when you can't have anything for yourself and as soon as you get something for yourself, people start, you tell them, uh, no, you can't come over. No, 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 no. You can't use that. Oh, so you acting funny. Oh, so you think you too good. Oh, you said, no, this is my safe space. Sometimes you have to tell people, no, you cannot come over today. No, you cannot come to my room. No, you boundaries and limitations. Even with our platonic friends, not even romantically with people that we are just cool with every day. We need to start establishing some boundaries because sometimes unintentionally they can start crossing some lines. You don't have to tell them your every move. And sometimes they'll get upset when uh, you are having something at your house. It don't have to be no, you know, a big shindig or whatever. People could just show up, but then you don't invite them. Oh, I'm not uh, invited to your little thing. And I saw you had da 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 over and I'm I'm in my feelings now. Well, I'm sorry. You just gonna have to stay in those feelings because I don't have to give you my itinerary for my day. 
My friendship with you does not mean I can't have a relationship with somebody else. Just because I invite them over doesn't mean I have to invite you. Come on. Now we can have this conversation because y'all know people can be weird. We can we can get in our feelings about some stuff. And you got to protect your peace. I'm not going to be in a relationship in a friendship with anybody that has to choose who I can and cannot be in a relationship with, even to the point where I'm going out to eat and I have to be mindful because this person don't like that person. That person don't like this person. No, no, no. I don't have I don't got time for them type of issues. I do not. You know, I, you know, I'm calling somebody. Hey, man, you want to go out to eat? You know, you want to go hang out? You want to do that? Blah, blah, blah. Well, who going to be there? Not you. Nope. Forget it. I don't I don't have time for it, because if I have to sit there and pick and choose and all this other stuff, no, protect your peace. I will go by myself. I will go by myself. Don't worry about it. I have to protect my peace. So, number one, first way of protecting your peace is get out of other people's business. Stay out of things that don't have anything to do with you. Number two, acknowledge your limitations. Establish some boundaries. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. Or no, you can't come over. No, there has to be a point where you make limitations and you draw the line. Okay. Number three, you have to daily unload on God daily unload on God. And I know some of us say, yeah, I pray every day, but do you really, really pray? Do you really, really take the time out of your day at the end of the day, before you go to bed to just unload, to just talk, to just release the stress and the issues of that day? Do do you do that? Because what we do is we go to Twitter and we go snap and we go to Facebook and we unload there. But then we give other people the opinion and the satisfaction of having an opinion when we tell them instead of telling God, but then we're upset. And it's so important that we unload and vent to God. The Bible says to cast your cares on God. And I know it's good to have friends we can talk to, but we really need to start unloading I mean, opening our lives, opening ourselves up to the one who's not going to judge us, the one who's not going to make us feel bad for thinking that or, yeah, he's going to correct us, but he's going he's he's going to give us some some grace and some mercy. And sometimes we go to people and it could you know, they could give unsolicited advice. They could tell they you know, they're judging and they're mean and I wouldn't have done that. Nope. No, no, because we don't we don't need that all the time. We don't need that all the time. And I'm going to tell you from this, it's good to have friends. That we can talk to and we can load on, but sometimes we can wear those people out. They love you. Yes, but sometimes they might have something going on. So now they have to deal with your stuff and theirs. The same way people come to you with stuff while you're dealing with something. And unloading on God keeps our space safe while keeping the relationship safe with that person we keep coming to or we keep going to. Right. And so unloading on God is the 
absolute best feeling because it's a release and you don't have to worry about him going to tell anybody. And I'm not saying don't have friends. I'm not saying don't have a therapist. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying when you deal with God and you unload on God, you allow God to come in your space and help the situation and help the situation. And some of us need to take a break from social media. I mean, take about a week, take about a week and uh, do this quarterly. Take about a week. That might be something that Growing Pains does. We might take a week from social media just to just to digress, just to get away, just to take a breather. And I guarantee you, you will not see it the same way. You'll be like, man, I don't need this type of stress. I don't need this type of drama. And you, I'm, I'm not talking about people who I'm saying delete the whole app from your phone and take a break. Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of it. And just, and when we go back to it, you'll realize, man, I have been so entrapped with other people's stuff, other people's issues, other people's drama. So, guys, listen, we have to protect our peace. We have to protect our peace with everything going on in the world, the news, even in the church, our friends, our family, people are dying. People are getting sick. Finances are weird. I mean, it's it's we have to protect our peace. We have to realize that the uh, death and the resurrection of Jesus was more than just our souls. It was for our minds. It was for our stable state of mind. So how do we how do we protect our peace? How do we protect our peace? Number one, get out of other people's business. Get out of other people's business. One more time. Get out of their business. Do not offer your ten, your two cents and your opinion on things that have absolutely nothing to do with you. Do not take on the stress of other people. Don't take on that stress. You have enough going on. And I'm not saying don't uh, ever offer advice, but when it becomes that you are becoming a lifeguard for these people, No, we need to do something different. Don't get the hero complex where you got to save everybody. Okay. Number two, acknowledge your limitations. Draw a line. Draw a line and find something that you enjoy that can be a safe haven for you. That can be a refuge for you. Okay. And watch those people who get upset when you create a safe space without them. You don't, you don't have to invite everybody over to your house. You don't, everybody doesn't have to come. When you go by yourself, that's okay. If they, well, why you didn't call me? Blah, 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 blah. Nope. Listen, I call you back because you about to start disturbing my peace. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Protect your mental state. All right. Limitations and boundaries. Okay. Number three. Unload on God daily. Okay. At the end of the day, even in the morning, before you start your day, and we we hear it all the time. Some of us can't, you know, we wake up and we can't even talk to God before we grab our phones. So we start the day already in somebody else's mess. 
and we grab our phones and we immediately go to Facebook. We immediately go to Snapchat. We immediately go and be nosy to see what else, what happened while we were asleep. And before you do that, I just, I'm going to just challenge you, go to the Bible and just read a scripture and just pray. Get your day started right. Start with some type of devotional, right? Okay. So that has been growing pains. I want to thank you all. I hope you all have gotten something from this discussion today. Uh, Protect your peace. Okay. Protect your peace. It's imperative that we keep a uh, clear mind, especially with everything that's going on. So guys, I love you all. The ones that I have connected with on social media, thank you so much for sending a friend request. I really want to uh, meet everybody. I really want to speak with everybody and discuss, you know, what you, what have you gotten from Gorn Pains and how has it helped you? So if you would just send me a request on social media, on Facebook, on all of those things. Again, if you have listened to five or more five or more episodes please 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 send me an email j-u-i-l-i-a-n e-d-w-a-r-d-s at yahoo.com and i want to thank you with a growing pains t-shirt until next week guys i love you all have an amazing week and an amazing weekend